back with Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. 93.7 The Ticket, the captain. I'm with the black shirt. I'm with Bach. I got the great Troy Dumas with me. Let me ask you guys a question. When the first touchdown that was scored to, to, to bring it 10-7, how did we score it and who was involved? It's been a while since I watched that game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. Listen, Brooke Berger came into the game and threw a dart to, uh, yes, Gilman, Mark Gilman, mm. tight end. To bring it 10-7. Yeah, that, now, was, that was part of the story, right? Because they were flopping quarterbacks there for a second. Yeah. 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 First, second, third, fourth. Okay, so, and then whoever was playing the best. Okay, so, 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 Troy, you still there, right? Yep. Okay, so, so, you know, you talked a little bit about the over-bubble defense, you know, every gap field. Uh, we're running a 3-3-5 defense. I don't know if you have, I know you got, you're an expert in defenses, What's some of the differences, similarities? What's some some pros and cons of the three three five defense? Well, I mean three three five, um, you know, it derived from all the past uh, <clears throat> um, passing formations and and whatnot that was going on in the NFL. Um, so it was designed based off of that, but you know, eventually turned into a and every down defense, but I mean, <clears throat> the strength of it is, you know, you can get your, your faster guys on the field. Don't necessarily need to be as big up front. Um, you can play the tweeners, you know, at defenses and at linebackers, you know, mainly get, get uh, speed on the field and you can, um, you know, intertwine um, different positions with, you know, tweener type guys. As opposed to a four-three, um, you know, you guys got uh, three guys or four guys with their hands on the ground and um, you know ready to come up field where they have one gap um, up front and they're supposed to own that gap, penetrate that gap. The linebackers have one gap they're responsible for. That's not necessarily the case in a three-three-five. You know, the the gaps can change because up front those guys are two gapping. And uh, linebackers are playing off of that, so um, a lot of sometimes that that can create uh, uh, negative plays as far as people being out of position and things like that. You know, especially against uh, teams, you know, that are uh, running two back formations, things like that, or you know, have a heavier run set causes problems then but um, I'm a 4-3 guy <laughs> I've always been a 4-3 guy um, but uh, the adjustments that you can make in a 3-3-5 are a lot easier than a 4-3 so do you do you think that 3-3-5 is going to be successful in the Big Ten mm-hmm. well I mean Wisconsin they, they were successful with it because they you know they were uh, run based offense then you know a three three five on defense, so they they saw the run every day. They could practice against it every day, you know. So they got to be pretty good at it. It just depends how much, uh, you know, what they're practicing and how they're spending their practice time. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, they gotta be right with it, <laughs> you know, right. for sure. Um, but you know, every team in the big 10 has some variation of a four, three defense. So, you know, I don't think they can totally neglect not having, um, you know, that front in case they need it, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a run heavy conference. And a three five. I mean, when you're playing with those tweener guys, you know, it's physical. So <laughs> we'll find out. Right. So I want. I'm gonna play something, and Bob, you let me know if it if it doesn't come through clear. It should come through clear. But I'm gonna play something and see if you remember this. Yeah, we're not hearing really anything. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, well. Let me just say. Let me tell you what it was. Basically, that was the that was the sack you got on Costa. You remember that? No. <laughs> hey! That was big. No, I mean, you know, man, was, we're, we're, we're talking for almost 30 years ago. <laughs> I know, right? But, but no, I mean, I remember hitting him in the back, like, real hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a whole that – that was part of the game plan, um, playing against him. I mean, that was literally in the game plan. Hit him when he has the ball – hit him when he doesn't have the ball. And that's what you that's what you're seeing, you know, throughout that whole game. I mean, that dude took a beating. He took a beating. I mean, I I I, <laughs> I wonder how he felt that next morning, but holy smokes. I mean, he he got put in the ground <clears throat> more than a few how many, times. How many times you think y'all hit him? Oh. Man, it was every play, so at least 60, 70, <laughs> at least. I mean, he was, man, he, I mean, he was coming up with grass in his, in his face mask. <laughs> I mean, I give him respect for him getting up like that. Cause he, I mean, man, you watch that game and you just watch It's every play. I, I kid you not. It's every play. And that's what we set out to do. It's like if we can get to him, it's over. <clears throat> that was the same uh, mentality we had against Colorado when we played uh, Cordell. It's like, all right, well, we can get in his head a little bit. So, you know, we're going to hit him every time he has the ball and every time he doesn't have the ball. But, you know, back then we could do that. <laughs> we, you can't do that kind of thing, uh, you know. This day and age, you know, with the whole hunting kind of thing, right? But yeah, man, um, we we were we were dead set on on physically wearing those guys out. Okay, so Troy, let me let me let me ask you this: so this game, we we, we got down ten nothing, um, and I, I'm still in the first half. Before I ask you this, do you ever go back and watch the game? No. <laughs> I don't. Listen, um, I know. You know, uh, I'd watched that Miami game for the first time. I was probably like three years ago or so. That was the first time I ever watched it. It happened to be on ESPN, U or something. Um, but, yeah, that was the first time I ever watched it. But just watching it, <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, that dude, that's all I mean, it, it, you, that's all you could see was a dude just getting beat down. On, on that end of things, um, offensively, you know, there was a bit of a struggle there, but eventually uh, we wore those guys up, up front too. 
you know, punch it in for a win, but it just came off. It came down to just being uh, in better shape than they were and wanting it more. You know, they felt like, you know, it was going to be like every other year. They're just going to punk us mentally up front and, you know, beat us physically with their skill guys. But that that wasn't the case. I mean, we finally uh, matched up with those guys in every way, shape, or form. So, um, you know, we were able to compete. Okay, so, so Troy, we, we're going to throw it to break, but I want to ask you, when you got there in 91, you, so you can be thinking about this over the break, when you got there to Nebraska in 1991, what was some differences that changed to 1994? And then once you got a chance to see what we did, where we took it after that, you know, how did that one make you feel knowing that you were the catalyst in that? And then, you know, two, will that ever be replicated again? More. <laughs> Troy Dooms, 93.7 the ticket. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> 